Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Top of the Table. Brian Bentley along with Mark Villa, Hank Alexander, Chris Ballard. Enjoy the background. Wait, start over. Start over. What's my last name? Hey, I've known you 10 years plus. Did he call you Fishkin? Come on. Honk. Honk. Oh, excuse me. Honk Alexandre in his chateau. Does that make you feel better? Thank you very much. And we're joined this week by our very special guest from the Chicago Fire, Chicago Red Stars. Mexican women's national team. What was your European team you played for? Oh, I can't even say it. It was uh, some team in Lithuania. There you go. I don't know. You wore red. You you could have said anything we would agree (laughs) we don't know. Impalers! It's Christina Murillo, everybody. Welcome to the show. We want to have Christina on because last week we started the show talking about the NWSL, and that actually discussion carried on. After the show and through the week, as you can see, Mark's wearing his Thorns jersey. Um, so Mark's already a step ahead of what we're going. We need to pick teams. And we know nothing about the NWSL. So I thought we would turn to an expert. I'm, am I the expert? Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not us four idiots. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So um, we, we need your help. There's no team here in Dallas, so I need to pick a team. There's no team in Boston. No team, There's in, no Boston. team in Connecticut. My There's team in Connecticut. Start, nothing starts in LA till next year. And I was, I was going to buy the uh, Chicago neighborhood jersey with the four stars across the front, but when it came out, they didn't have it in fat kid size, or they, or they were out of it, so I couldn't buy it. So I'll make sure to let them know that that's very important. We want to be inclusive. Yes, so. yeah. fat kid very size is important. Important customer <laughs> feedback. Yes. Yeah. Right. I still want that. Male, male moo-moos are welcome. <laughs> oh, already got the hashtag for this week. Oh, All right. Check kids us. That kids so, us. Christina, has 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 have things improved from where NWS, NWSL started ten years ago? Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if the NWSL was around ten years ago. Wasn't uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? it when was we w- had the LA yeah. Soul. It was. It was WPS. WPS. So it was WPS. Yeah, but that morphed into WSL after a half a season, right? There was like, like the half season shut down because Magic Jack screwed everything up. Can we mute Mark's Jack. microphone? Just mute Mark right now. Oh, my, <laughs> my Let Christina speak. Sorry. I think in uh, I actually in 2011 I played in the semi pro league and all of the professional players were playing in it because the professional women's league had shut down. So right. that would mean at least from 2012. Like, even at that, like, eight years, I obviously has to improve, right? Um, eight, nine years. I can check Wikipedia. I don't know at the top of my head, but I do know that I got to play with players like Rachel Daly, who plays for the Houston Dash, and there was quite a few players on my team that I think are still playing um, professionally. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it has to improve. I think that's just, that's just the nature of how it goes. Uh, previously, I think that that league went under. I heard there was a rumor that they're playing Marta, like, in 2008, like $500,000 for LA Soul, yeah, and she wasn't going to play for anything less. So, yeah, no, I, I, it, it has to get better. It's U.S. It's US Women's Soccer, which is the best in the world because how many World Cups does the U.S. Women's National Team have? Right. So, Christina, though, we've seen over the last couple of years, you know, I go back a few years, you know, we saw players, you know, spending a couple months in Europe here and there, et cetera. You know, so I think Megan Rapino was one of the first uh, that I remember. Um, going over and playing in France um, and then coming back and playing in the United States. But now we're seeing people just going over um, and playing in England now and, and, 
is do we see a power shift happening as we speak? Is the money because I think the money's in in England? Yeah, and I think. Yeah. I, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's interesting because I think the the, the U.S. women's national team players are in a different they're on federation contracts. So right. what what happens is they get to make six figures a year. At least that's the rumors. And the Mexican league. The Mexican national team players and Canadian national team players were actually involved with that system at one point. Yep. Uh, the Mexican national team pulled out the first year. Um, and quite frankly, with the amount of time that the U.S. women's national team players, I don't blame them to go overseas um, to make more money. Like, who doesn't want to do that? But there is a, a bit of an advantage at playing within the NWSL because they can pull out any time to go to national team camps. When you play in England, you're only going to go up for FIFA dates, and that can hurt you, especially in Olympic year. Um, you have to be able to leave any time. So there is that hesitancy where I think these players do prioritize representing their country over their club. That's a great point. Um, but I was thinking more along the lines of the money. Is are, are, are they getting more money in England? Because, you know, Manchester City and Manchester United, they're big, powerful clubs. What are the What's the comparison wage-wise? Uh, I as to say I, Lithuania. I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I was making so much money in Lithuania. Um, Wait, I mean, do they I, pay you in drachmas in Lithuania? What's it mean? Probably. I have no idea. I just. <laughs> Did I you was actually? You're getting paid in sausage or something. I don't know. Probably. I was happy to, play, <laughs> happy to play in Champions League. Uh, but uh, no, I I would think at least if you're in the top three or four teams, there's probably going to be a major drop off, but you are going to get paid more over there than you would over here but i speaking just personally as a female athlete it was never about making a bunch of money it was about how can i make the pathway behind me easier and i do think mm -hmm. that's a lot of the mindsets of women playing in the in the professional league um is that they just want the pathway behind them to be easier um the fact that they can have a living wage they can hire trainers all of that that's so much more than 10 years ago which is kind of crazy the Mexican right. women's national team has a huge way to grow. I'm not even, I don't even, I don't want to get in trouble to disclosing how much we got paid. It wasn't enough, like whatsoever. Um, but yeah, you have to make that decision of, do I want to make enough money and like kind of be financially secure for the rest of my life? Or do I want to stay in the NWSL where I could help create this real future with, within, within the U.S. national system? So you do like, I think as a player, we'll go back and forth because yeah, you deserve that money. You've worked hard. What about that next player that's coming through? So with that, with that in mind, are the, are the ladies still having to three and four to a house? I mean, are they, are they, are they still having to be have uh, 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 house hosts as it were? Yeah. Roommates, you know, yeah. No, they would be guest, guest hosted. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, here's yeah. i have a spare room you can sleep in this bed yeah i would say i think i think these are publicized numbers but i think like the minimum wage for an nwsl player at least a year or two years ago was twenty thousand dollars a year which is which is everybody looked like oh god that's yeah it's horrible um and the and the maximum amount was forty eight thousand dollars so if you are not a federation player so that right. means Sam Kerr, Yuki Nagasato, these, these world-renowned players, Yuki Nagasato is a World Cup winner, are making $48,000 a year. So, like, if they don't get support from their federation, like, it is ridiculous, yeah. like, that amount of money. I'm sorry, so is, is, is that 48 k 
on the books? Are there incentives written inside contracts or anything like that? I mean, I would, I would imagine like you get to live in a, and you don't have to pay for housing. You might get your car provided, um, which I guess is an okay incentive, but for the amount of time and energy you invested into this, obviously it doesn't feel like this great of a return. And I think a lot of arguments that have been made, well, you need people at the, at the, at the stadiums, right? Because you need revenue coming in. And my counter is always the Mexican National Mexican National League, and I don't know how much of you are familiar with it, um, but their strategy was to just invest a bunch of money into the women's teams and have them advertise everywhere. And to my knowledge, they make a decent amount of money, especially how much the cost of living is in Mexico. Right. At the finals, at the finals for their games, they get fifty thousand people for a women's soccer game, which is like world. That's impressive. And and I'm always hypercritical of soccer, especially Mexican women's soccer. It's not the top soccer to watch in the world right now there are other leagues but it's drawing yeah but they've they've put that money first re- thinking that there's going to be this roi this return on their investment later on so they've been doing this fantastic job for the last three or four years do they have a tv deal probably but i think if you're if you're already teaming up with tigris which is like one of the richest clubs in latin america yeah, right. like to just just give like a fair amount to the women's team is so easy. So even that alone, you're teaming up with Tigris, Chivas, America, like all of those teams. I hate America, I'm a Chivas fan, but those are top teams in Latin America that just, I hope nobody else is an America fan. I don't, I hope not. I would judge people. Um, but yeah, no, they, they've been willing to put that money. And I think they're doing that in England. They're doing that in the Bundesliga. They're doing that in France where they're taking their men's team and they're leveraging that money and they're putting it in. I, I, I was supposed to play in the Bundesliga at one point. And one thing that they consistently kept telling me was that they were just saying, we're not going to make money in women's soccer now, but 10 years, 20 years down the line, we'll see if that return. And yeah, I thought yeah. that was very cool to hear. NWSL, I think, needs to pick it up a bit and, and the U.S. Soccer Federation needs to recognize that. Don't want to burn any bridges here. I think the USSF is all right. Okay. Right. Don't want to burn any bridges. Our, our, yeah. Nick's not going to tell anybody. Our one fan. You're okay. And the <laughs> only reason, I, and the only reason I brought up the TV deals is that seems to be like that's the you're legitimate now because comes. you have a TV deal, but your star players are getting forty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's funny. I literally am doing so. I'm doing my uh, master, my MBA in sport management right now. I'm actually doing like an analysis on if Apple will do were to do the exclusive streaming rights to MLS, because I think right now within the MLS, sometimes it's kind of hard to watch games. So if, if there's a big company that can intervene and, and do exclusive streaming rights to one of these, like it's so little to invest now where you're going to get so much money later, but so, like it just takes one entity or one person to be like, I'm going to put the money down, taking all the streaming services. Um, so it's funny that, that you bring that up. Well, you, I, I have to ask, and also maybe interject. Um, I know you're an employee, so you can't get real specific or say yeah. a lot of things. And I, I respect that. There seems to be a big push to not want to align with MLS, I assume. And I agree with it because MLS has some really dodgy financial practices and ways of marketing, and they don't do things necessarily above board, in my opinion. So I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I know when, when we did have the soul here in town, they were a... As a season ticket holder, I got tickets to every match, but they were either after the Galaxy game 
or the next day in the sun after, you know, I'm hungover. I don't want to go sit in the sun for three hours. It's not going to happen. Is, can you speak to the thought that maybe NWSL, its fans, its teams, its players don't want to align with MLS because of those kinds of circumstances? It is, and I think it is a very, there's a bit of a tension for whatever reason. I'm not exactly what the, I don't know what the reasons are, but it feels like there is a bit of a tension between the MLS and the NWSL. And I think that kind of goes up to even the U.S. women's national team and the U.S. men's national team. I think if there was a more of a collaborative effort between the two leagues, that'd be great. I think Portland Thorns is a perfect example of like seeing a collaborative effort and you see, and that demographic there in, in Portland is perfect for women's soccer. Like they are all about it. Um, it's just finding, I think, the right audiences to watch soccer and then women's soccer too. Um, but I do agree if, there, if, if we can find more like group efforts towards not only showing men's soccer, but women's soccer, I think you're going to draw in a lot more people. But I'm just one person. I, I don't okay, so help, so help, help the Mark already has a team. So help us other three dummies figure out we need a team to follow. I'm okay. familiar so with be- the I'm familiar with yeah. the women's team, so I know Alex Morgan, I know Pino, uh, I know uh, I know well, obviously Tobin and Press, the U.S. the ones that are over, but the ones that are here, yeah. help me find a team where I can pick up because la- we watched last Philadelphia week. Philadelphia Independence still a thing? Oh, no, that's like the if you want to be a bandwagoner, you can be Portland Thorns or Seattle Rain. That's who everyone that's who everyone supports. It's completely no, fine. Um, if you are, I would say if you, I don't know if this is true now, but, uh, Houston dash, if you want like an underdog team, they played really well the other night. That was great players too. Yeah. They've got some great players. They always feel like it's the underdog of the league. That's the team I would support. Now, if you're looking for like a team that makes playoffs every single year, they have yet, I believe they have yet to make the finals. They make the semifinals every single year. Chicago Red Stars is going to be your team. I'm trying to be very unbiased, but um, that is Julie have, Ertz is, but Julie Ertz is there, right? Yes. So they have five U.S. national team players at this point, I think. Julie so Ertz they, is there. Kelly. Uh, uh, oh, uh, sorry. They might have six. Kelly O'Hara, uh, Alyssa Nair, Morgan. Kelly Ryan. O'Hara's with the spirit now, right? No, uh, uh, Ohio. Kelly Kelly Ohio. Yes. Oh, I thought she was with Houston. No, she, she was. She got she, traded. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Wasn't Wait, she JJ. married to a tech, one of the Houston no, tech No, JJ players? Watt's wife. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. That's Ohio's husband, I'll say. So there you go. It's the best so, uh, uh, but yeah, we've got R- RSL. They were sold. Now they're in Kansas City. Um, yeah. We've got Gotham that just rebranded. We talked about them a lot last week. I like Gotham. I, I don't. I think, I, just I'm not going to bandwagon jump. I yeah. want a team. I want a team that. Um, that uh, New plays, Jersey. plays a lot through the midfield and is aggressive on offense, who would that be? See, that's going to be hard because any team I would imagine, I'm just guessing here, that's going to have players playing central. They're going to be U.S. women's national team players, but a lot of them are going to be at the Olympics. So the easy pick you'd want to pick is Chicago Red Stars, but with five or six players, they're not, they're not going to do well. I... I, uh, I don't know. Again, I'll say her name again. Yuki Nagasato. She plays for Racing Louisville. I am the biggest fan of her. And probably I'm like the a Louisville. Oh, yeah, Hanks, I would. Hank's right. yes. going Louisville. I'm going to go Louisville. All right. I've got friends to prayer, man. 
But yeah, no, I mean, you made an interesting point. And, you know, the other big one, obviously, I mean, Orlando seems to be a big draw for a lot of the the players, right? And um, there's been a lot of a lot of players that have come out of there and, and, and are still there, you know, big names. Sidney LaRue is one that comes to mind. Uh, the Krieger and um, her partner, whose name I'm totally blanking on at the moment, um, goalkeeper. I, I'm, I'm blanking on her name as well. Ashley Harris. Yeah. Thank you, Harris. Yeah. But what, what, what um, I'll say about Orlando Pride is interesting is that they have like a very decorated, they have Marta on that team, yeah. very decorated team, but year after year, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, they don't do well. Um, right. So if you want to watch some like flashy, great soccer, but not make the playoffs, oh, that was not great to say. Cause I, have a, no, I have an ex-teammate. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I personally wouldn't, I would, Washington Spirit, I think, is one of the youngest teams yeah. in the NWSL. They have very good soccer. It's going to be a toss-up how they do this year. Um, so Washington Spirit would certainly be another team, but it would be between Red Stars, Washington. Well, I, I feel like I'm not really convincing Brian on what team to uh, – I think No, I, I think I'm going to go Kansas City, only because of the drama from moving from RSL. I want to see how they do the first year. No, that's a good one. And, and um, Why are you shaking your head you no? Know? I, I I mean, there's just so many. Chris, if you want thorns, I I, I can. You think there's so many better teams? Is that what you said? Yeah, I just don't think they're. It's it's they're building out this Roof year. They're the not underdog gonna... Bentley. You can do it. You've done it before. Well, fine. But they, I, but they, you know, they got it. They do have a rod, and she was amazing in that game last week. I'm gonna she take the Washington everywhere. spirit. I'm taking there the Washington spirit. Okay. All right. All right, Ballard. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go for Gotham. They're fairly local to me. Uh, they play in a nice stadium. I never thought I'd care about this, but I love the rebrand they did. Um, I know absolutely nothing about. Any- are they the bats? Did they? Are they like no? They're not the <laughs> no, bats. they're not. But it, it would be good if they were. I don't know anything about the the players they have. Um, but if I'm going to follow NWSL more, and I feel like I should because I've enjoyed oh, yeah. women's soccer for 15, 20 years, never really had a club side. Um, it should be a, a team that I can actually get to see occasionally when all of this right. is over. So, so here's the, the tr- thing about NWSL. There's no BS. There's, I mean, there's the occasional dive, but it's not the right. same kind of crap you see in the men's game. It's real. And, real they, and they had the fight and they had the fight last week, which is what he did. Yeah. Now, and if you want to talk about branding, I love the Thorn jersey. That's why I got it. But the Chicago neighborhoods jersey they did last season. Uh, which, I think it was. I think it. Or was, was it the season before? I think it was think last. It, it was last season. Everything went kaput. But they wore it Friday night against the Dash. And, yeah. Oh, that jersey is perfection as far as branding goes. As far as so a co- a coworker of mine actually designed that jersey. So she really? worked previously Justine Freud. I don't know if okay. you want people knowing that, but uh, she uh, she helped design that jersey and then moved over Chicago Fire. Yeah. Okay. Well, she did awesome. All right. Yeah. So yeah. Ballard is going New York Gotham. Hank is yes. going Louisville. Mark Louisville. is staying Portland. I'm going Washington Spirit. Christina is going with the Orlando Pride. I'm now looking up Louisville no, on Instagram. No, no, no. Never. All right. Hey, that's it. I told you we wouldn't keep you very long. Yeah. Hey, What's your role at the fire? What What's my role? The- yeah. Um, I have a few, but I am a girls program coordinator, so I oversee coaches for one of the affiliates. Um, I help with community outreach, and I'm also co-chair of IDEA, 
which is what I was warning Brian about. Uh, that means IDEA stands for Inclusion, Diversity, Equity, and Accessibility. So it's an internal council that we have. Because there's no acronym Carter. for make sure Mark doesn't act like a moron. Yes. yes. <laughs> Self-filter. That's how you, go. you coached at three o'clock. Did they have that go? Yeah. Okay. It was my, it was my, my nine-year-old uh, one player was cried in the middle of the field and I had to tell her to stop crying. But Sorry. Yeah. It's no All right. Well, we thank thank you for having us, and we're going to get shut off here in a minute because that's what happens when you have a free Zoom account. Okay. <laughs> Christina Maria, everybody. Thank, thank you, Christina. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Christina, for joining us. Uh, appreciate you coming on for the time. We all have a team to join now. Team. To- uh, we are through week, almost through week one of MLS as um, Columbus and Philly are playing right now. And we got a game going tonight. Feast um, of the East. Mark, you yeah. wanted to share some, You wanted to share something with us before we got going. Uh, I did. Uh, earlier in the week, uh, the Galaxy were doing a press conference, and Chicharito shared his thoughts on uh, normalizing mental health and mental health care. And uh, I sent Brian the link. Hopefully, he will include it in the show's comments and link it to the show somehow. Uh, get it if you get a chance. Watch it because it was a very nice thing to see a professional athlete who obviously cares about that speak on, and he did it very well. And I would just like everybody to take a look at it. I cannot explain how deeply it's affected me the last couple of years. Um, so it's important, and we should let people talk about that, and we should normalize that. So yeah, that's that. Yeah, I think I think, uh, and thank you for bringing this subject that that I'm very like into it and I believe a lot but I think it's it's coming on not, not only for the soccer athletes it's coming from you guys too you know because I think the narrative of 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 ourselves is is in your hands sometimes and it's in my hands for example right because I can post something that is very vulnerable and if you twist it it cannot have the same impact like like, like your question right now so I think uh, what you said that is that is a subject that is very difficult to talk that is difficult I hope one day we can normalize that, that that it doesn't matter how much fame you have, it doesn't matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter how much success you have in the superficial way, it doesn't matter nothing about it, you're, you're, you're still a human, right? You are not more or less than any human being in this world, it doesn't matter. So I think that's a world not only of, of us in a way, I'm speaking us because I don't want to separate it, myself from, 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 from the humans all around the world. But I mean, like sport athletes and where your job has a lot of, like you said, a lot of engagement in social media, a lot of, of, of impact in your words, a lot of like kind of responsibility. I think we shouldn't ask for perfection because perfection doesn't exist. That, that's what makes us incredible that we are humans and we are not perfect. Each day we can improve, each day we can learn, each day, like you said it, we go through very difficult things every single day. It doesn't matter, difficultness and difficult things never gonna stop in your life. When you try to reach like like a flat, happy place, that, that that's not life, it's like, it's, like, it's like soccer, it's like jobs, you know, you always want to, to bring a, an improvement in yourself, you know, in an emotional way, when you're a dad, when you uh, are, are with a family, when you are with friends, when you are with a couple, when you are uh, with your boss, when you are the boss, when you are posting things. Like, life is like that. that that's the interesting part of it. Like, you can keep knowing yourself every single moment. And sorry that I keep, like, speaking more than, than other questions, but that's, that's a subject that I'm trying to do in a way, in interviews, 
in my social media. And my social media is easier because I don't have no one to ask me. But thank you specifically because I don't want to to, to say that, that you do a better job than the other guys that have been asking me. But I think, I hope, I hope one day we can normalize ourselves that we are humans, right? We are humans. It doesn't matter. Being here in this position doesn't mean that I have more value than, than yourself, guys, or than any other person working here in the stadium or whatever. We're just humans. So we go through a lot of stuff. We're going to keep going through stuff. But the most important thing is like, we can see ourselves as a human that we want to push ourselves doing stuff. We want to do what, it, what we are passionate about it, but we shouldn't ask perfection, you know, for ourselves because we are humans in the end. I'm not a robot. I'm not perfect. No one is going to do it. So that's the funny thing. And that's the, the paradoxical thing in this life. And that's the incredible thing that you always can know yourself and you can improve and you can grow. So now let's make jokes about soccer. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, okay. Okay. If you, if you win, if you win the Canadian, Canadian Poutine bowl, we're not to champ- that point yet. Champion league spot, right? If, if you, if the, the, the finalist for MLS cup get, get a CCL spot, right? Okay. And, and then uh, supporter shield gets a CCL spot and <laughs> um, us open cup gets a CCL spot, right? So that's I'm five also going to tweet out the picture of Charlie Day from uh, It's Sunny with his crazy conspiracy theory board behind him because this is the conversation that Mark and I had the other night, and it okay, is but, way oh, more put together now than oh, it was okay. But okay, 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 okay. So let's say you you win the Moose and Squirrel Cup up in Canada, right? Okay, great. You get your Champions League spot. Fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Let's say you're the two finalists for MLS Cup. You get your Champions League spot. Fuck yeah. Cool. I'm good with that. This year, Supporters Shield, like last year's, absolutely meaningless, absolutely a joke. With this year's schedule, it means nothing. The fact we haven't had a balanced schedule in 10 years, it's meant nothing for 10 years. So, Supporters Shield, they get a plate, and that's it. Nothing else. No, no Champions League. No Champions League. No U.S. Open Cup this year. It's been canceled. So, what do we do with that spot? Fat kids on it. So, Finalists, MLS Cup. Finalists in MLS Cup get the Champions League spot, right? So now the two losing semifinalists, right? They lo- boom, lose, right? Yeah. So losing semifinalists, yeah, loser, losers of the two semifinal games get to play the top two teams from league in USL uh, like that. Yeah, like that. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. And the winners of that bracket, those two winners, those get the other two Champions League spots. That's not a bad deal. Right? I mean, it kind of makes sense. Play, get USL involved. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. If you're not going to have mean, open cap, yeah. And if, if they win, if they win, more power to them, right? They yeah. Because, I mean, you win the Canadian, you know, you win the Canadian Beaver Invitational. Sure. Get your Champions League spot. That's great. But we can't. Uh, Supporter Shield is meaningless, useless, and a joke, and it has been for ten years. For anything of merit, I really agree. That's not. Hey, it's not a crazy theory. I enjoy. I think that it's smart to get USL involved, given the fact that the Open Cup is canceled. Looking at that off, looking at that lack of offside call today in the Miami LA game, it didn't affect the game in the end. Okay, but it's important how bad that call was. Oh, he was so far offside. 
He was yeah, on. He, was looked, so on, bad. he looked on the side to me. I got no. He was on I'll, the side. That there's the there's the one guy in the back who's holding them on when the ball was played. We all saw. All of the still pictures are after the ball's been kicked. Let's go question, on, Brent Bentley. Question number one. You can't see it because you're back that way, dude. Even <laughs> your backdrop. No. Question he, number he's, one. He's, Austin FC yeah, lost, so far their debut, lost their debut two nothing at LAFC. But the question is, they will have, they will end the season with a winning record, true or false? Chris? False. Mark? So, see, the thing is, he was offside. I lined it up on my <laughs> camera on my phone. And the point is, it didn't affect the game in the end, so I don't care. Hank? Austin FC <laughs> will have a losing record. All right, so we're going to go with false. Question number two, Montreal absolutely blew the doors off Toronto yesterday. They finished top three in the East. Two, yeah, they won 4-2. They finished top three in the East. True or false? Hank. Top three in the East? Yep. Well, there's room. <laughs> uh, um, it, it's potential. I mean, I don't see it happening, to be honest, but new coach – they're playing in Orlando. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a one-off. And who they play Toronto? They're also relegated to playing down away from home. Yeah, it's an aberration. I think. So it's, you're saying uh, false? Not likely. All right. false. Mark Montreal finishes top three. Yes, possibly, but this could have affected. Chris Montreal finishes top three. I also think so. so I, I, I don't think yes, yesterday's game was a true reflection of the team. So they, they'll be mid-table All right. in the East. Question number three. Cincinnati's big off-season moves got them two goals versus the tough Nashville defense yesterday. Do they have anyone on that squad that finishes with eight-plus goals? Mark, don't say anything about offsides. Just Rule saying. Of three. Rule of three, you've pro- already hit your three. I'm just saying pro referees got to get it together. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yes, Cincinnati, I think, will have a goal scorer. I, I don't know who it's going to be, but odds are they have having eight plus? Eight plus? Yes. Okay. Ballard? Yeah, I agree with Mark. I, think, I don't know who it's going to be, but I think they'll score enough goals that someone's going to get that many. Hank? I don't know who's on the team, so I'm not, no. I don't think so. Well, there you go. Fair enough. Question number four, FC Dallas has established themselves in their academy as the gold standard, but had no homegrowns in the starting 11 last night. Is this a trend? And they lost. Scored <laughs> 0.0. Hank. Is it a trend? Yes. Unlikely. Okay. Chris? I think they'll get some homegrowns in there. No, it's not a trend. It's, it's, a, it's a blip. Yeah. They were, well, they also had three of them on. There were three of them were injured last night. Mark? They didn't have any homegrowns on the bench because they were all in the safe standing area holding up the bike racks. That was bad. Fair enough. That was pretty not good. But who, hey, who scarfed the statue yesterday? I, I mean, no I clue. did here at home, but did anybody do it in Dallas? <sighs> Question number five. After today's result, has Phil Neville been fired yet? No, they look good today. They looked really good. It was a fun match. Yeah. I think he will be fired eventually. Actually, no, he won't. Beckham won't fire him. He'll walk I don't know away. How the they got here. Tim Howard to be a center forward on that team? <laughs> uh, well, 
this is our abbreviated edition since Christina was kind enough to come on and we had talked. Oh, sorry, to Evan Ream. We didn't have him on to discuss uh, Sacramento's opener this week. We'll try to get him. But that wasn't 10 week. questions. I also didn't get asked about Phil Neville. Oh, uh, Chris. I didn't have an opinion. There no, you go. Thank you very much. He won't get fired, but he won't get fired by Beckham unless he gets caught in bed with his wife. And even then. Yeah. Uh, Ballard, give your plugs. I have nothing to plug. Just follow me on the Twitter at Chris J. Ballard for humor occasionally. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, oh, oh the, I didn't want to bring up one thing else. I want to bring up really quick. I read earlier in the week that Nash Vegas' new stadium is nearing completion and they're going to be really cool and edgy and have benches on opposite sides of the field. They're not going to have both teams on the same side of the field. I call bullshit because how's it going to work with the fourth referee? They can't do that. FIFA's just going to go. Oh, wow. Both teams on one side. Punch your computer. No. Pow, pow, pow. got a boner. Um, Seriously, how can they can't do that? Can they? they? I mean, people get caught up from having Christina on the first part of the show. What, Mark? Give your tweet. Give your plugs. Seriously, that VAR call could have could have could have happened later. At the Mark Via on Twitter, Hank Alexander. Disco Five on Twitter. All right, there you go. Uh, At Top of the Table TV, you can watch this uh, horrific train wreck at Top of the Table TV. Uh, at Brian Bentley, if anybody cares, uh, Mark is still going. You can watch this also on the video. Thank you much they've, for joining they've us. They've got to get this right. Pro- you can follow along at Fat Kids hashtag Fat Kid Size. And again, our apologies to Evan Reem. We will have him on next week to discuss Sacramento. That's it. Thank you for joining us on Top of the Table. <laughs>